What do we do when we have some tea to spill on the podcast? Guess what we do? We spill the tea. Oh, yes, we spill it. Don't we, Amy? (laughs) (laughs) What say you, Amy? (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) That was Lexi. And that was Amy. And welcome back to another episode of Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome back. So... A new season, a new year, same old us. Yeah. I know you guys miss hey. these one-liners. Come on. And that beautiful, <laughs> angelic voice. Come on. Come on. Right. You know we you miss us. The best voices. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... And we're back! Yeah, we are. our shit. Here we come with our shit. Here we come with our shit. Here we come to wreck the day. Just kidding. We're not going to wreck it. We're just going to, you know, talk about train wrecks we found along the journey. Speaking of, Amy, did you find anything in the wild during our break? Lexi, our break was one month. One month. That's it. That's all. But... It was a whole fucking thing. That's what it was. It sure was. <laughs> it doesn't even feel like it was a break. Like, I just closed my eyes and opened them, and now we're here, recording the first right? episode of season three. Yeah. Just gonna <laughs> geek a little bit on that note. I was out dashing, and there was these, I, I was parked in a parking lot for a Taco Bell. It's where all the dashers park in my town. <laughs> we just all just park your... there. We have a big old powwow. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> we literally just park next to each other, have our windows down, and we just like yell at each other like through <laughs> through everybody's cars. <laughs> hey Tom. What's up, Jerry? I don't know why I went with the cat and mouse, but you know. Uh but anyway. I was sitting there, I was just watching Hulu on my phone, and this car comes out of the Taco Bell drive-thru and parks, like, right in front of me, and uh, this girl gets out of the car, she's got, like, bottles, like, two bottle, empty water bottles, you know, just bottles of water, but they were empty, and she throws them into the fucking like empty lot that's next to the parking lot just throws them out into the freaking grass and there's a dumpster (laughs) right there when people use actual effort to litter (laughs) and it really pissed me off (laughs) so she like throws it and then she turns and she looks at the people that are in the car with her because she got out of the passenger side and she looks at the car and she starts laughing you know and then she gets back in the car so i get out of my car (laughs) and i walk past their car staring at them (laughs) and i walk over and i pick up her empty water bottles and i walk past their car staring at them daggers (laughs) and throw (laughs) 
And I throw the water bottles into the dumpster, like, without breaking eye contact the entire time. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, they, they, they just, like, stare at me as I walk off. <laughs> They're like, what's they her left. problem? I like Earth, okay? <laughs> what's your fucking problem, idiot? <laughs> they left pretty much immediately after that. They were, like, just kind of chilling in the car. But as soon as I did that, they were like, I think we should leave now. (laughs) Gotta leave the scene of the crime. Clearly, this is evidence, and she's the witness. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I seen you do that. I seen it. I I I seen seen it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. People make me so annoyed. (laughs) Agreed. I'm sorry. It's just like these are the things that people are doing without any regards to the earth, and it drives me nuts. Do you know what's gonna happen in ten years? Do you even care? (laughs) Oh wait, I I I thought you could think. Never mind. Fucking mouth breathers, man. (laughs) But look, that's why we're here, right? To bitch about the mouth breathers. I love it. To to bitch about them and, and call them the fuck out. And laugh a little bit. <laughs> and maybe a couple points. <laughs> At <like>. their expense. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, there's this TikTok video of this chick who's buying leggings and she's a bigger girl. And these dudes that like, come up to her and they're like, why do you put your stomach in your pants? And she goes, mind your business, little bitch. Because. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. Why? That's because... little dick energy, I <laughs> Guess what? All females put their stomach in their leggings. Oh yeah. Just say in there. <laughs> Gotta represent, you know? Come from the waist high club. <laughs> Shoot, right under the bra. Like, yep. <laughs> all We're on the high, high rises. Call me club. Urkel. Urkel. Yep. I. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that? Sorry. <laughs> so, speaking, speaking of continuing to call people out on their bullshit. <laughs> Let me just sit up. I'm ready. Well, you've already heard this story, but our listeners have not. Well, then I haven't heard this story live yet. (laughs) I was at Walmart. And, well, I was done at Walmart. I was out in the parking lot of Walmart. And I was putting away my groceries from my cart into my, my trunk. And this lady comes down going the wrong way down the lane and there's a jeep coming the right way and you know yes there are lanes that are two ways you know coming and going but there are also ones that are only one way and Mm -hmm. you can obviously tell the difference because one is much wider and people are parking separate ways you know, on this side, they're parking this way. On this side, they're parking this way. You <laughs> you can tell 
that this is a two-way lane and this one is a one-way lane because it's much smaller and everybody's parked the exact same way. <laughs> this lady comes down and she's going the wrong way and this other guy is coming and and she's like honking at him and like yelling at him and telling him that, you know, to move over so that way they can get around each other. There's nowhere for him to go. He can't move over. He, he is in the, the right. Moving. He's going the right way. Yeah. So she's like, she's like, it's two ways. And I, well, <laughs> I look at her, and and I'm just like, you're you're going the wrong way. And and she looks at me, and she's like, it's two ways. And I was like, no. This lane is a one way and you're going the wrong way. And she goes, no, it's two ways. <laughs> and I'm like, that one's two ways. <laughs> this one's not. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> she goes, well, how about you mind your own business? <laughs> and I was like, you're the one that is yelling at somebody else for going the right way. <laughs> like, how about you learn how to read? Right. <laughs> I didn't think you needed a whole lesson for these arrows, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> there are little, literally arrows at the beginning and at the end of every single freaking aisle. What? How hard is that? <laughs> Apparently it's really difficult. Look, all right, I watched so no much struggle when those stickers went on the floor in the store. You know what I mean? Every aisle right. had its own direction. Yeah. First off, it wasn't even that I couldn't follow directions. It was that every time I was following directions, there's people going the opposite direction and trying to clash with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to talk about the freaking arrows in the store because, <laughs> you know, like, like, I go, first of all, like, I... Uh, always have a very specific route when I mm -hmm. go grocery shopping. You know, <laughs> you yep. know I that same. I have a very specific route. <laughs> and when they when the COVID happened and they put down the arrows and everything, it it threw me off, and I had to create a new route. Yep. And I did. It took a little getting used to, but I I acclimated to the new route. Yep. But nobody else follows the signs but you know what i'm just gonna do me let them do them whatever it drives me crazy but whatever <laughs> nobody else follows the signs but that's different inside it's whatever outside in the fucking parking lot when people are in cars like you need to go the right way <laughs> right oh my goodness People are ridiculous, so, for sure. They they are. So what's been going on with you during our break, Lexi? So, we have a um, notorious pizza place here in town, okay? Um, notorious, you say? Mm -hmm, they're known for fast, cheap, and easy pizzas. Um, they might the go, pizza, pizza. <laughs> they are horrible out here. So, I don't usually bash in a whole business as a, you know, I, I understand when it's a small family business and people are just struggling with the times, but this ain't it, okay? 
This place is literally, like, they are gross. They have seasonings piled up in their corners gross. Um. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So we used to have this thing where every Friday we would get a pizza, right? So I didn't have to worry about cooking dinner. Hey. The last <laughs> time I went out there, they were all of a sudden closed. There was no note. There oh. was no explanation. They're just closed. They're just closed. So <laughs> I went next door to another restaurant. I'm like, hey, what's going on over there? And they're like, oh, well, half of the staff tested positive and the other half quit. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Ooh. Right? So I'm like, does that mean I had COVID pizza last weekend? Like, that's where my brain went straight to. I'm like, was that COVID pepperoni pizza. and pandemic? I didn't order this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was interesting. So a couple days later, they're open again. No explanation to what happened. Oh. Right? And... The alleged COVID positive people are in the store. Oh. So, um. No, thank you. We have a local community <laughs> group on Facebook, right? And so I yeah. I just went browsing and carousing because I'm trying to figure out if anybody had said anything. A lot of people had a lot to say. <laughs> so there was, um,. Definitely positive COVID tests, and I guess, like, the sister of the manager, like, ratted everybody out on the Facebook group. She's like, y'all are running a plague business. (laughs) (laughs) Call us Plague LLC. (laughs) Oh, man. Ooh. No, so, so here's how this week goes, right? So, so on Friday, I go, and they're closed. On Saturday... They're still closed for the majority of it, and then for like the last two hours of their op- hours of operations, they're magically open again. And I'm oh. like, okay. And then, so for some reason, this place is closed on Mondays, but not on Sundays. So Sunday they were open the full day. Monday they were closed. Tuesday, they stayed closed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like, there's no updated notes or anything. Like, remember when we were at the store and something would happen, obviously pre-pandemic, but anything would happen and we would have a note posted. Hey, our card machines aren't working right there at the front right? door. Like, there's at least a, right. a, a way, an effort for us to inform our customers. There wasn't shit on those doors. There wasn't any updates oh. at all. And then... <laughs> So I'm following up through this Facebook post and finding out that not only did half the staff test positive for COVID and the other half quit, but a health inspector went in and now that health inspector might have COVID. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm buying frozen pizza. I'm cool. It can be DiGiorno. It does not have to be delivery. I just hope there's no plug in the box. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. It's gonna be. (laughs) It's not delivery. It's pandemic. (laughs) It's not pepperoni. That's for damn sure. I mean, do you think it's gonna burn off in the oven? Like, (laughs) I've thought about it. I'm like, I just don't see how this would work. If you are actively infected, you know what I mean? 
right? I know it's not a zombie pandemic, but it's an easy comparison to make because, man, a lot of these motherfuckers out here would be hiding the bite, okay? <laughs> Ooh. Um, there was a bit of drama there, and then uh, we have a factory we live right next door to also, so, like, right during our break, there were, like, fire trucks and police cars and ambulances over there, like, every other day. Oh. Every time I'd look on the, the our little local chatter group, nothing was said. And finally someone's like, <laughs> why is <laughs> always on fire? And I'm like, <laughs> somebody said it, thank God. <laughs> no, no, like, wait, so there was an actual in the factory fire. <laughs> like, days since last incident, knocks the letter off. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again. <laughs> like, fucking seriously, though? <laughs> Fucking oh embarrassing! <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing! Oh my god. <laughs> Wanna go get some sandos? <laughs> Don't get me started on the whole rant there. I did have, I had my birthday celebration already. Yours will happen you before sure this did. episode. But, um, We can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not my birthday yet, but it will be by the time this releases. My birthday will be, will have passed by the time this releases so we'll talk about that next time if anything exciting happens <laughs> my birthday i did it as 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 a hobbit should we did, did all three of the lord of the rings movies and through the process of the day we also had all seven meals <laughs> <laughs> and in even case any of you are not tolkien nerds out there breakfast Second breakfast, elevensies, luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, and supper. And we did all of them. <laughs> and I was in the kitchen the whole day, but it was worth it. Oh my gosh. And I got to finish off with a unicorn rainbow cake. Why? Because you did. 28 never tasted so good. Minus those, <laughs> there were those little ball shaped They sprinkles. looked like pebbles. <laughs> they looked like miniature Christmas ornaments. So, they're supposed to be sprinkles, right? But they're not sprinkles. Right. They're like miniature fucking jawbreakers. So, I go to bite <laughs> into this cake, and there's such a hard crunch, I thought I snapped a tooth. I was like, what? <laughs> nope. It was, it was sugar. It was really, really rock hard sugar. That's all. Nice. Could have done without the nice. balls on my cake. But the unicorn <laughs> and the other decor was fine. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um minus the jawbreaker sprinkles my birthday was awesome i didn't i didn't get to drink a pint but i don't think i could handle one even if i tried a pint of beer i'm well good. that's what they drank but i would have been, done like a pint of something tolerable like seagram's wine coolers or something <laughs> it's a pint of bahama mama man i'm about to get turned <laughs> Just kidding, I have too much heartburn for that. I bet Johnny Benson from Beer Man Beer Podcast would be more than happy to drink a pint of beer. <laughs> he sure would. He was telling us about that Shout blueberry out. beer. I want to try that. Yeah. That looked good. Yeah. I could I could drink a pint of that, possibly. But like Maybe. a regular ass lager. 
<laughs> I kind of liked that strawberry lemonade beer. You know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was just very beery, and so I had a hard time with that part of it. <laughs> the lighter, the better. Right? If it tastes like okay. fruit punch, but I'm getting turnt, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like vodka. You can just mix it with anything. Right? <laughs> Sprinkle it in. Hey. Oh, man. <laughs> Anything else you want to say before we move on? Okay. So, before we move on to in the news, uh, we wanted to talk about a new segment that we're bringing you guys this season. Yeah, we do. Trying not to hummina so, hummina through it. <laughs> hummina hummina. I can't help it. <laughs> that show shop so, drop top. Show shop drop shop. <laughs> drop top. Um, so the new segment is called Show Shop, and we are going to be watching and reviewing Superstore. It is an amazing show, and you can watch it on Hulu. If you want to watch along with us, please join in. If not, and you care about spoilers, tune out for that segment, because we are not holding back. There will be spoilers. <laughs> so we just thought it would be fun for you guys to watch a show with us. <laughs> that would be fun. Without watching it with us, you know, from a socially distance. <laughs> so for next episode, we will be talking about episodes one, two, and three of season one. Yes, we will. It's just... It's a fun show, and I used to work at the big blue box store, and um, Superstore is definitely poking and prodding at the bear, and it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I'm all for it. I'm watching it it for the first time, dear listeners. This will be my second time through. (laughs) This will be new new to me as it is to y'all if you haven't seen it before. (laughs) I'm ready, though. Aside from Show Shop, um, we are also officially on YouTube. Hey. So, if you guys want to check out any of our old segments or any of our full episodes, you can find them there. All right. All right. And then, um, Amy, you want to talk about promos? Yeah. Uh, so... We're definitely going to start playing, like, probably only one promo an episode, uh, you know, 30 seconds to a minute, um, just to help with cross-promoting within our network and other podcasts that are not in our network. Yep. So if you ever <laughs> uh, hear a promo for another podcast and you like it, even just by the sound of that one minute, go check them out. By all means. Yeah. But do don't forget about us. We we <laughs> serve up hot tea every time. All the tea. Uh, all the tea. <laughs> all the tea. Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, then, so does that does make that it mean time for in the news? It's time for in the news. Yeah, it is. 
<laughs> Our first in the news of the season. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. It's 2021. Oh my gosh! And I am, I'm at it with a 2021 level article. Are you ready? I am. It's a spicy one. <laughs> of the, is it Carl? Or is it Chad? It's Chad. It's Chad. Okay. So this is a this is an article of the Chad caliber. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so my article comes from the Insider, and it is titled "Police Say Oregon Man Who Stole a Car with a Child in the Back Seat Came Back and Lectured the Mom About Parenting." <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he steals the car and lectures the mom. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. You can't do this. Disregard what I was doing. You can't do pay, this. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> behind the steering wheel? <laughs> he sure didn't pay any mind. That was interesting. So, um... A car thief in Beaverton, Oregon, returned a mother's child after realizing that the four-year-old, a four-year-old, was in the back seat of the car he was stealing, according to the police. The thief scolded the mother before driving off in the car, a police spokesman said. (laughs) (laughs) He actually lectured- Wait. Go ahead. (laughs) I know. He stole the car and then comes back and returns the kid that was in the car, but then took the car? It it seems that way. (laughs) So, oh. Okay. (laughs) He actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her. The spokesman, Matt Henderson, told uh, told a reporter, sorry, it said the Oregonian. That sounds weird. Or, or, Oregonian. <laughs> this is weird. Oregonian. Is that what y'all call yourselves? So is there? that what they're called? They're Oregor, Oregonian. See? <laughs> a- agoraphobia. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. But... <laughs> what? <laughs> o- o- Oregonians. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. so here's the story it's a bit of a short one but it's just as spicy as we like them so (laughs) the police in Oregon are looking for a man who they say stole a car with a child in the back seat only to return the four year old and reprimand the mom about her parenting the theft took place outside of a grocery store in Beaverton Oregon on Saturday when the mom left the car running with the child in the back seat, local authorities said. The mother had left the car unlocked and went inside to buy a gallon of milk and some meat, according to the Oregonian. 
Oregonian. That's... I'm trying, but my brain is like organs or agoraphobia. Organian. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. So the thief happened to walk by and hopped in the car, <clears throat> according to the post. Uh, he soon realized that the four-year-old was in the back seat and pulled back into the parking lot, returning the child to the mother, but not without scolding her, according to Beaverton police. He actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call police on her, a Beaverton spokesman oh said. Wait, go ahead. Call the police. Please do. The thief ordered that the mom take the child before driving off in the car. Obviously, <laughs> he did. He stole the fucking <laughs> twice. He stole it twice. <laughs> he even came back. <laughs> Do you think if he gets caught, he'll get charged for two counts of theft? <laughs> I don't Asking think it works for that a friend. Way. <laughs> <laughs> um. Obviously, we are thankful that he brought the little one back and had the decency to do that. Henderson said. Um. <laughs> Police are still asking. <laughs> this guy's still at large. The police are looking for a man who they say stole the car. <laughs> so they're still. He's still at large. Well, when this article was published, anyway, he might have been caught by now. But I hope they like lessened his whatever sentence it would be, just because he had the decency. <laughs> 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 I can't even say it. I can't even say it. Like, I almost stole your car, but you're a bad mom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the hell this works? Feel some projection here. But for real, don't leave your kids in the car. Like, if she's four years yeah, old, don't... she's walking. Come on. All right, take her inside. You know really what I mean? Quick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> the whole, whole thing was the dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> between the car thief and the car owner <laughs> oh my goodness yes, so uh, the whole thing what's your news article amy so my news article i don't know if you're ready for it um while we were on break there was an announcement made about a new gaming console have you heard <laughs> I have about this new. <laughs> so Proceed. everybody, everybody, say hello to the Kentucky Fried Console. That is right. KFC is making a gaming console complete with chicken warmer. <laughs> it doubles as an air fryer. <laughs> What? A PC? And chicken? <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, if a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X has been too tough to find this year, Kentucky Fried Chicken may have another option. The Kentucky Fried Console. <laughs> Me looking at all the peons with their Xboxes and Playstations. <laughs> Does yours warm up chicken? Didn't think so. <laughs> They're like, yes. no, no, we don't need to install fans. We'll use this. 
I don't know who was shooting the Obviously idea that day the in colonel. Their, like, room. <laughs> well, the colonel Look, KFC was really has been on before he came into that meeting. <laughs> he really well, like, we all knew like, that already though. <laughs> he's like, "What about a console?" <laughs> and 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 hear me out. Hear me out. You could put chicken in it. <laughs> You can put your chicken in there. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but you can put your chicken in there, man. <laughs> All right, Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh my gosh, right. that was so funny. KFC has announced its own video game console. It was built by Cooler Master. Impressive, I guess. <laughs> It's a computer hardware manufacturing company. It features an Intel NUC9 compute element, a one terabyte storage, Asus graphics, and a hot swappable graphics processing unit. So. What does that mean? (laughs) Does that mean they're not going to put a fan in there so they can warm up chicken? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, and because it's KFC, it's shaped like a fucking bucket. <laughs> it sure is. Like, when, when KFC is shaped long like a gone, bucket. When KFC is long gone, this is going to become like one of those things you archive forever. They're like, it's in a museum. <laughs> that time when fast food made a console. Kind of like when BK made that BMX game. You remember that? <laughs> Because it's KFC, the bucket-shaped system also comes with the world's first built-in chicken chamber. <laughs> it's that what a storage that? space. Yeah, chicken chamber. <laughs> they really, they could have called it the bucket. I mean, come on. But it's no, a storage a chicken space chamber <laughs> that. That utilizes the gaming system's natural heat and airflow in order to keep the chicken warm. <laughs> Told you. They ain't even gonna put a fan in there. They're just gonna let it they're just gonna let that hot electrical heat affect your food and hope nothing bad comes of that. And just hope that it doesn't overheat and like spontaneously combust. <laughs> I mean you'll find out. A couple batches of chicken gonna- from now. <laughs> I can't with this. Only use it five times. The sixth time it might, you know, spontaneously combust. <laughs> gaming consoles are made to evolve, KFC Gaming said. Welcome to the next level in gaming innovation. <laughs> That's not what we meant. <laughs> Uh, the system supports virtual reality games and runs at up to 240 frames per second. Uh, it also supports 4K gaming. There's not a disc slot, so it's all digital download. They didn't have space after the chicken bucket, so... <laughs> you gotta put the chicken somewhere. You can't put in a disc tray. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as of right now, there's no information about release date, but it's coming. <laughs> so let's talk about KFC for a second, because KFC is on, is 
on fucking fire in in December. They really they released information that they're making a console and they got fucking Mario Lopez to play Colonel on a fucking 15 minute mini movie on Lifetime. <laughs> what? See when if, I think yes! of the Colonel, I think of the the fast food rap. Not the same. <laughs> no. They got fucking Mario Lopez <laughs> to play a sexy Colonel Sanders for a 15-minute mini-movie on Lifetime called Recipe for Seduction. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those, like, smutty romance novels my aunt would have read back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's how I feel about that. If you're going to get Mario Lopez to play a sexy fucking Colonel Sanders, could you make it longer than 15 minutes? <laughs> like, come on. Either, I was either really do it right or here. don't do it at all. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> you're like, it was subpar. I'm like, why does it even exist? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people asked that before it was... <laughs> like, there was, there was like... Uh, previews for it and everybody was like is this real or is this you know uh what's the word <laughs> what's the word um fake <laughs> sorry uh, you said is this real not, or yeah yes fake but like, like fake news what is it called parody yeah <laughs> that's definitely parody it's gotta be oh it's gotta be <laughs> mario lopez nope. on twitter no it's real <laughs> It's real. It's fucking real. I have been seduced by the chicken. <laughs> Not so much by the colonel. <laughs> I'll do it for free, chicken. Sorry, that was Dave Chappelle. Still love it, though. <laughs> Dude, I haven't eaten KFC in years. I can't, yeah, well, I can't bring myself to eat KFC. The one from our KFC. hometown was, like, scary. It's it closed scary. now. It doesn't surprise me at all. It was still open last time I went down there, but I am not surprised <laughs> that it's closed because you want to talk about questionable chicken. Man, let me tell you, they were adding a lot more than those 11 spices, okay? <laughs> yeah, I just I just can't yep. get behind KFC. Sorry, Colonel. Sorry, Colonel. I'm Popeye's. Popeye's churches. You know. <laughs> I love their gravy mix, but that's that's it. That's all I can do. I hate those fucking famous bowls. They make me cringe. Yeah, but you cringe. <laughs> Look, okay, it's all going down the same way. It's all going out the same way. You cringe about it all. You're you're almost to the to the plate separator thingy. <laughs> like my peas touched my steak. Just kidding. You're not that bad. That's my oldest. Oh, he's like, mom, I can't eat it. It touched this. I'm like, okay. Oh no. <laughs> I'm not helping you this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so bad anymore about like my my food touching never really like bugged me, but as a kid, my my grandma always like gave me a hard time about it. She would say that, you know, I would eat one thing all and then I would eat another the next thing and then the next thing like I never like mixed food. That's just how I ate. I mean, now 
I'm like the queen of casseroles, so <laughs> everything all mixed, mixed together anyway. Yep. You just dump <laughs> it in really mind the oven and it's good. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the famous bowls that just really make me cringe. I just I just can't. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so Sorry, I'm still giggling about the, the chicken chamber. The fucking chicken chamber? <laughs> They're like, or instead of preventing an electrical fire, we can warm up your chicken. <laughs> we'll figure it out, you know? As a whole collective, we will figure out just how bad this idea could be. <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. So does that mean what I think it means, Amy? Doing this it is time for our commercial break. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions nah, like in a consultation visit? I really or didn't care. I just wanted lines. to prolong the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beardy is based on a limited amount of time, and I only had two beers. <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. We're back. We're back. Boop. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Is that going to be our no. sound? <laughs> so, does that mean that it is tea time, Lexi? Oh, it's tea time, Amy. Clink. Clink. So, Lexi, what's your first? Tea time story. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Because I did the article first. Oh, you go first. Okay. (laughs) All right. So this one is very barely retail related, but, you know, we've all been here before. It's relatable tea. (laughs) So my first story is titled, you only get paid for 37 and a half hours work. Okay. I'll only stay for that long then. Okay. That's the title <laughs> of my story. Right. <laughs> All right. So this is pre-pandemic, since we still have to put that tag here. Just going to let you know, yes. this is old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least a year old. <laughs> a little more than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't even tell you. It says about 14 years ago. So oh, a little, well, so. little while ago. You know, I was in fifth grade, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I worked as an executive pastry chef for a medium-sized hotel in England where we catered mainly to weddings at weekends but had a successful restaurant that ran alongside. As anyone who has worked in catering may know, it's not uncommon to work a tremendous amount of hours in a week on a consistent basis. So here I was, working about... 75 to 80-ish hours a week, um, about five days of about 14 to 15 hour long shifts, 
and then an extra five to six hours or so on my days off. Shit. Right? That's miserable. Yeah. Um, You have days off working 80 hours a week? (laughs) How many hours are in your day? (laughs) Well, remember what they said. They get paid on a base level, so those hours aren't even being paid for. Right. So, now it's important to know that we did not get paid for overtime here as chefs. You worked all of these hours and you only get paid for 37 and a half hours. No. That's four. Yeah, I know, right? That's 40 hours in work where they took 30 minutes off for five days for a lunch break that you never even had. Uh, that's illegal. Oh, yeah. We're getting there. (laughs) Almost the Kool-Aid guy. I don't have that depth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We both went for it, so I love you. All right. So you do all this and life sucks doing it, but it's a job and it's not easy in catering at the best of times. So the straw that broke the camel's back comes when I pulled by the finance manager because I left or I left on one of those days after five hours. You see, they ran their weeks Thursday through Wednesday for pay and rotation, etc. I left on a Thursday to go look after a family member on my day off that I'd already gone in to work to help out on. But because it was a Thursday and the start of the week, I hadn't done enough hours in that week to justify leaving early. It's the start of the week! Right? Like, (laughs) right? Um, Excuse you, it is the beginning of the week and uh, you haven't worked 80 hours yet. What is going on here yeah (laughs) you're um 42 and a half free hours are not being used what are you doing you're slacking what like you have a life or something (laughs) i would have quit (laughs) (laughs) right Um, so i explained that it was one my day off really two i hadn't worked 45 hours between monday through wednesday and three or sorry two I had worked 45 hours between Monday through Wednesday, and three, I'm not getting paid for any of this extra work. Didn't seem to help. They got annoyed and said, you get paid for 37 and a half hours. No more. If you can't do your work in that time, then that's your problem, but you get paid no extra. (laughs) Well, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that played right into my hands. See, I mentioned above that they had weddings on weekends and a busy restaurant that we uh, used to have to service at the same time. If that sounds stupid and almost impossible, that's because it was. (laughs) Uh, Well, that Saturday of the following week was a huge weekend for them. Uh, Bank holiday, big wedding, full restaurant, etc. So me and two of the other chefs decided we would work the exact... 37 and a half paid hours, and then leave. Yeah. So we worked Thursday and Friday, racking up a total of 31 paid hours. Then, Saturday, we all had the full day shift, breakfast through till close, so we worked at 6 a.m., and then 2 p.m. rolls around. Well, that's our eight paid hours, so we left. (laughs) We We just simply downed our tools, got changed, and walked out. 
Left the kitchen as it was. Left the food prep where it was. Didn't finish prepping for the night. We did nothing. (laughs) Five minutes later, I get a very angry phone call from the general manager. uh, Who wanted me to come back there immediately to work the shift and finish the wedding, etc. Or they couldn't. Or they couldn't do it without me. I politely explained that I was told to only work my 37 and a half hours or it wasn't my issue. So that's what I did. The night was a disaster by all accounts. And it cost the company thousands in compensation to the wedding party and in lost revenue from the restaurant. And never mind the reputational damage we gave them. (laughs) Mm. Nice spicy. That is nice and spicy. Uh, I kind of feel bad for the bride and groom. <laughs> well, that's on the restaurant, right? It's not yeah, their fault, I, yeah, the right. Like, them. I'm not upset with the employees for leaving. I just feel bad for the bride and groom. <laughs> right? They're like, and you know you what? Have great service. Looks around, and there's no one here. <laughs> <laughs> Management deserved it. <laughs> No, it's not even about what they deserve. They just need to treat employees better. If you're You're not going to sit there, exactly. Just don't be making people work eighty, ninety hours, but only paying them for thirty-seven and a half. Yep. Yep. No. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um. mm They're doing that on purpose so that way they don't have to pay them full-time pay without, you know, so that way they don't have to give them any benefits or anything. So I don't know about working laws in England, but I do know that they deserve sued. They deserve a fat-ass lawsuit from every employee that has to deal with that. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with how it is over in England like that, but I know here... So I'm oh, basing man. it off of that, but <laughs> that um, is something. So I didn't go back in. Sorry, I didn't go back into work until the following Thursday when my weekly hours started again. I got to keep my job. Not easy to replace a pastry did. chef of my skill who ran the kitchen for them most of the time. One of the others got sacked as he was easily replaced and the other got his hours cut until he quit. Catering is not a nice place to work and they are real bastards. Ultimately, I left about six months later. I got fed up of working for free as it had just gone back to normal. Uh, Left being owed about 20,000 pounds or so. Don't know what that means in American money, but 20,000 pounds, that's a lot. That's... Yeah, I think that goes over to about $22,000. It's a lot. Yeah. That's somebody's, like, whole year salary over here, which is sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Um, that, or uh, sorry, the 20,000 pound of overtime that I never got. Company went bankrupt dodgily and destroyed all evidence of hours worked. The employment mm. records, etc. So we ended up getting screwed. The same guy ended up rebuying the hotel under a new name. So oh, Jesus Christ. So it all went down very shady. That is shady. When they do that, they claim bankruptcy so that way they can like switch owners. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. 
you know, kind of like the whole Tiger King thing. Like, oh, this is your zoo now, but it's actually my zoo. That did not work <laughs> nope, in his no, favor. Not. Jeff Lowe stole the zoo. <laughs> oh, and guess who and then didn't guess get who that stole pardon. the zoo? <laughs> guess who didn't get that presidential pardon? <laughs> oh God, that was a whole thing. Anyway, that made me laugh so much. <laughs> Joe Exotic really thought. <laughs> he said, "Look, I'm the Tiger King, baby. You gotta let me free." <laughs> All right, all right. Anyway, I love that he, I love that he pardoned Lil Wayne, but then snubbed Joe Exotic. (laughs) That's all I gotta say. All right, moving on. (laughs) Wheezy F baby, and the F is for fuck Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Oh, that's good stuff. Okay, my first story. Why is my refund only $18 for returning $18 worth of merchandise? Oh. (laughs) I don't even have words for that one. (laughs) I feel like you answered yourself. (laughs) Did I? Did I, though? (laughs) Squints. Hmm. (laughs) I work as a cashier at a discount department store. Yesterday, a woman came in to return a ton of stuff on two separate receipts. I can't return items from multiple receipts in the same transaction, so I divided the items up into two return transactions based on which items were in which receipt. For the first receipt, She returned two items with a total refund amount of $18. The second receipt had 14 items and a total refund about $250. After I processed the first transaction and issued her a receipt, she expressed confusion over the low amount. I said... Yeah, I could see how that might be confusing. It's only $18 because only two of these items are from that receipt. After I finish this second transaction, you'll have your full refund and it'll be a lot higher. As it turns out, that wasn't her point of confusion. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Gotta love it. She says... The original receipt says I spent $74. Why am I only getting 18 back? And I said, in the original sale, you bought many items. In the transaction I just did, you only returned two of those items. <laughs> she said, if I spent $74, I should be getting $74 back. I said, if you were to return every single item, then yes, you would get all $74 back, but you only returned $18 worth of merchandise, so you're getting an $18 refund. (laughs) Ta-da! Duh! (laughs) 
At this point, I was finishing up the second transaction and desperately hoped this would clear things up. I said, okay, your second refund is going to be $250. I'm paraphrasing here. I don't remember the exact amount. So you returned $18 from the first receipt and $250 from the second one. And those two quantities equal the value of all of these items here. I'm gesturing towards the money. <laughs> oh, I'm gesturing towards the many returned items surrounding me. All these. these, all these. <laughs> she says, this still doesn't make sense. Looking at these receipts, my first refund should be $74 and my second refund should be 260 If you oh. were to return every single item you bought in both of these transactions, then you would be right. But I can only issue refunds for the items you return. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Oh my we went in circles for a while. I ended up having to show her where each returned item was on the original sales receipt and count the number oh. of items she returned and the number of items she originally bought. When she finally understood, or gave up, <laughs> she did apologize. Oh, did she apologize for holding up the line? No. Did she thank me for patiently explaining the concept of returns to her 12,000 times without losing it? Of course not. She stormed off in a huff. <laughs> At least half of her still convinced she had been cheated out of 70 out of 60 something dollars, the refunds for items that she didn't return. <laughs> no. <laughs> you That's don't get to Just get no. money back for things that you didn't bring back <laughs> it doesn't work that way you know, what I, the fuck there's a lot of people who think that it does and it's really concerning about how many of those <laughs> people exist it really is <laughs> what <laughs> you bought those and you kept those we're not going to give you your money back Mm-mm. <laughs> <sighs> No, lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is your second story, Lexi? Um, my second story is the guest that came back the very next day. This oh. is the night auditor story. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh. <sighs> All right. Yep, brace yourself. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is very similar to your experience when you were a night auditor. Just gonna oh. help you out there a little bit. Get an idea. Maybe <laughs> not any baggies found. It's not like that. Both of those are callbacks. If you guys want to find those. Those are callbacks. <laughs> if you guys want to hear the story of how I fell, found steroids and crack. Go to and season And kept two. the crack because you didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> I was like, I was. I found a bag of drugs. What do? <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I'd never seen crack before. <laughs> this is just colorless rock candy, right? To some people, they may say yes. Oh, my gosh. All right. 
So the property in question for this story is a two-star, if that, motel with door facing or with doors facing the parking lot. And honestly, I've grown to hate motels like this. Security is a nightmare and they're a magnet for all sorts of trouble. Anyways, so we have this one longtime guest, basically a permanent resident at this point. She pays uh, $1,500 cash a month for a one-bedroom unit. I'm not saying Whoa. she's a <laughs> That's expensive. Get a freaking house. <laughs> That's more than my rent. I right? have a three-bedroom house. <laughs> That's pretty pricey, yeah. All right. Um, I'm not saying she's a drug kingpin or some kind of madam, but even in my big city, you could get a pretty decent, much larger apartment in a better part of town for less. Exactly. Um, however, she's connected with the street population somehow. And her oh, room is like a rest stop. street cred. Oh, <laughs> something like that. And her room is like a rest stop for a rotating array of otherwise... <laughs> homeless folks. Thankfully, most of these are also fine. Except one. We'll call her Honda. It's not her real name, but it's kind of close. She started showing up about three months ago. Most of the time, she'd be visiting with our long-term guest, but sometimes she'd get a room for herself or she'd shack up with someone else. She started off fine, but as it turns out, she's got a real problem with alcohol. She's broken a $700 window, torn a a thermal element off of the wall, thrown several loud drunken parties, etc. So, we've blacklisted her. Here's the kicker, though. She keeps coming back. She she would do this thing, um, sorry. She'd do this thing, we got... What? (laughs) Okay, sorry, it's worded weird. But she keeps coming back. She would do this thing where she'd get other street folks to register for the room. Then she'd (laughs) e-transfer them the money and take over the room. Street folks. Our Our (laughs) long-term guests have let her her in several more times past this. And, uh... God, the wording here is just butchered. Sorry. I'm going to restart that sentence. Our long-term guests have let her in several more times past this and feigns ignorance despite repeated warnings. When she can't get into the room or find a sucker to book one, she goes from door to door knocking at the wee hours of the morning. Most of the time, this doesn't work, but it has a couple of times, so she keeps doing it. This one time, she took advantage of this really nice, but not exactly all the way there, elderly man. And I just got really pissed at that time. Yeah. Uh, another time, she took a key card from our little Dropbox, came into my office, and claimed her key wasn't working. Said the Dropbox is right, or sorry, said Dropbox is right outside my office door, and I can hear it open and close. Said key was for an entirely different room than the one she wanted entry into. And it was programmed (laughs) a week ago for a guest that was most definitely not her. (laughs) I've had to have the police literally drag her out of bed and escort her off the property, but she simply could not accept the fact that she was banned. It was fucking infuriating. Ugh. She sounds like a real peach. 
I mean, you remember your Banny? He tried it. All right, Amy, what's your second story? That time a guy wanted a printer for free because it had no price tag. <laughs> it's no tag on it. <laughs> must be free. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It's going to have a cost. Otherwise, it's theft. <laughs> there you go. Breaking the secret. Just saying. I used to work as a cashier at an electronics store a few years back. And for some reason, this interaction popped into my mind, so I figured y'all might enjoy it. Now, just for reference, our store on weekends basically was a skeleton crew of four to six people. So oftentimes, I had to deal with customer questions until one of the tech guys or my manager was free. This middle-aged man comes up to cash with this printer and tells me it has no price tag on the shelf. So I apologize and tell him I can scan it to check for him. He then makes everyone's favorite jokes about how it has no price tag, so it's free. <laughs> I gave him my... <laughs> I gave him my customer service laugh and let him know that it's about $400. Then he tells me that it's actually free because there is no price tag. And I explained to him that it doesn't actually work like that. <laughs> he really tells tried, me... Like... <laughs> He tells me that because we would change the price if it had the wrong price tag, that it having no price tag is equivalent to having a price tag of zero dollars, which means that we need to honor our policy and give it to him for free. So again, I tell him, no, oh. I can't. You're really trying <laughs> tried it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting you very far. So again, I tell him, no, I can't give him a printer for free. And instead, offer him a coupon of $50 off. I mean, $50 is $50, so. <laughs> then he right. starts calling me an airhead. And repeats everything, but in a much slower and louder tone, like I'm dense. <laughs> oh, buddy. Somebody forgot to poke air holes for you, didn't they? God, what? <laughs> That's terrible, I know. Right? <laughs> Uh, mouth breather. <laughs> Fucking. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even look like he's had oxygen. So <laughs> I call my manager who is busy with a customer. After a few minutes, my manager comes and more or less explains the same thing that I just said. The customer looks shocked. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? He tells us he's going to go to the police. 
and calls me some degrading name and storms off while shouting that he'll never shop here again. The following weekend, I cashed him out and would continue to see him in the store for the next few years. (laughs) I'm going to... Oh, you won't call really the give police me this for free, though. Well, fuck you. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> Which? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so, sidebar. I actually uh, posted a video that I had found on TikTok on our Facebook page and in our Facebook group. This lady really did call the police on McDonald's because they didn't give her a Western cheeseburger. <laughs> and let me just say, I fucking love that nine one one operator. <laughs> oh my gosh, yep, that's hilarious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try what she did. Maybe we'll bring back the jalapeno double. Calling oh, you the won't? cops. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> like they act like that's like gonna change anything. Do it. You know what's gonna happen. They're gonna walk right up to us no, and say, "No, the nine one one operator was like, lady, we got more important things to worry about. Like, <laughs> this isn't a criminal matter. <laughs> it's the lady is on. She's like, so then, what do you want me to do? Uh, talk to a manager, get your money back. Like, this isn't a criminal matter, so you're wasting our time. <laughs> it, it might be criminal." Withholding her, her western from her cheeseburger, cheeseburger. <laughs> of the western variety. <sighs> oh goodness, people! That's funny. <laughs> so, the episode is drawing to an end. <laughs> yeah, it is. So that means, is it time for them? Dims? Sure is. <laughs> Uh, Come on, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, um, exciting thing that I saw today when I was checking our cities is that there's a three-way tie. They're almost unchanged. (laughs) There is, but that's not what I noticed. That, That we have a we have a very big fan base. <laughs> it's a we little left. different. <laughs> they love us, okay? Yay. They still love us. All right. So, who we got in first We got place, Manhattan, Amy? New York. Ooh. Yeah, we do. Oh, man. And then in second place, we got Guadalajara, Yay! Jalisco, and the Hizzy. Love y'all for that. Wish we Sorry, could guys. be a little more bilingual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm white as shit. <laughs> I speak American. I don't mean to. I tried learning Japanese. <laughs> I got I got a little there, but Spanish, it's like as soon as I hit them feminine and masculines and I just grammar hurts my brain and English has made me stupid. The English language <laughs> is ridiculous. It it's just it's ridiculous and redundant. And redundant, and it's 
We have right? a lot of other words for this, and too. And one that's kind word of can be three different words. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. So in third place, yes, a three-way tie. We got... It's a three for three. A three for three. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Dallas, Texas. We got Linwood, California. And Fayetteville, Arkansas. Hey. Hey, guys. Love y'all coming back to the top, folks. Yeah. You got your honorable mention in the end of season two, and look at you. You made it. Look at you. Getting it. Yeah, you did. Uh, uh. Hey, look, Ma, you made it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, last but certainly not least this week, we've got Austin, Texas. Hey. Two Texas yeah. in the top four this week. Two, count them. Two, two marshmallows. Texas. I don't know why my brain goes to SpongeBob. <laughs> it is because busted. Let me you watch SpongeBob. <laughs> I did. That's where all my brain cells went. <laughs> to the Krusty Krab pizza. Krusty Krab pizza. <laughs> pizza. For you and me. (laughs) 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 Fucking Spongebob. All right, so. I know, right? (laughs) Gotta love it. It's a love-hate thing. I love it, but I hate it. (laughs) So, uh, Amy, you got our sign-off quote for this episode. I do. Don't carry your mistakes around with you. Instead, place them under your feet and use them as stepping stones to rise above them. Hell yeah. We got places <laughs> to go, people because to see. you a boss-ass bitch, and you don't need nothing to keep you down. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, guys. Until next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our web page. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at CoratPod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C-O-N-F of Retail Podcast. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.